It's not unusual today to see female journalists reporting from the world's toughest conflicts. In the UK, Lindsay Hilsom's been Channel 4's longtime Middle East correspondent, and who can forget Lise Doucette? And in the US, who could forget Christiane Amanpour's reports for CNN? Here in Australia, we, you could argue we too have a long history of trailblazing women reporting from both the front lines and simply far from home who are not recognised. Well, a new book, Through Her Eyes, tells the stories of some of these women, those who've brought stories from Hiroshima right through to the current day conflict in Ukraine and from the Pacific. The book sheds light on the everyday struggles they've encountered, many of which include their gender, to report on both pivotal moments of the last century and simply by their efforts to force us out of our comfort zones. I'm very pleased to welcome the co-editor of Through Her Eyes, Melissa Roberts, who has passionately driven this book. Thank you for joining me, Melissa. Thank you, Jerry. It's what was the passion driving this book? I... I believe that women have fundamentally changed the way uh, that that journalism is conducted in this country, and particularly foreign correspondence. I mean, when I started uh, as a journalist in the early 80s, there had been no woman posted overseas by the ABC. It wasn't until Helene Chung was sent to China that uh, that women began to be posted. Women in those days had to um, pay their own way to, to cover the big stories and then freelance when they got there. Um, Back in the sort of the 40s and the 50s, 60s, even up until through the 70s, women were really confined to the soft stories. The um, they were they were called sob sisters by their male counterparts. But once they got the opportunity, once they made their opportunity to get out into the world and cover those stories, they started really telling the stories of the ordinary people who were affected by the the great events of the world. And while the men were possibly covering the, the great man, men of history and the tectonic shifts, I think the women went in and started to cover the real stories of the ordinary people who were affected. And that's the big news today. So you'd say that the coverage of Ukraine, for instance, you think is different, qualitatively different than it would have been 20 years ago? I think so. I think even going back maybe a bit further than that, I mean, in the in World War Two and in um, the uh, the Vietnam War, which was mm. predominantly uh, the correspondents were predominantly male, you were looking at uh, the the generals, the the movement of troops, uh, and I think in the coverage now we have in in Ukraine is much more of the people sheltering in the in the basement and what is happening to them rather than the numbers on the ordinance that's raining down on them or the or the general that sent those bombs yes it is interesting i've heard a, a, a female correspondents talk about this over the years um, uh, about exactly what they cho- chose to to focus on. In fact, you do have you just must tell that story about Claire Hollingworth. I mean, you know, one of the great moments <laughs> of a female correspondent's uh, history. Well, Claire was another one. She she'd made her own way as a as a freelancer, and she was in Poland in uh, the the late nineteen thirties, and found tanks massing on the Polish border and called the the London Daily Telegraph 
and she basically broke the story of World War Two. A thousand tanks massed on Polish border, ten divisions reported ready for swift stroke. Uh, Claire Hollingworth was the uh, was the telegraph sent to the Daily Telegraph. Yes, um, look. Uh, Getting posted as a foreign correspondent before the mid-80s was a bit of a Herculean task, as you certainly find out in all these various stories. What do you think drove these women to, to pursue these jobs, particularly the earlier women? Um, I, I think, you know, a, a thirst for knowledge, a thirst for adventure. Uh, it's, it's a kind of a, a white-knuckle life, I guess, and they, they wanted to live it to the full. Um, People who went off by themselves, Lorraine Stum, who who went off and conned her way into a job in London and end up ended up covering Hiroshima. Um, Kate Webb, who became ended up being a UPI bureau chief in Cambodia during the Vietnam War. She was another one who had to pay her own way and freelanced until she could get a job. She was sort of famously kidnapped by um, the North Vietnamese, uh, declared dead and then wandered out of the jungle, to much to everybody's surprise. She and went on to be a great foreign correspondent covering um, every big story right through, I think, to the Gulf War. Uh, there were a lot of people who did that. And then, of course, more recently, we've got uh, a lot of women who have, in fact, been posted as as sort of free and equal counterparts to uh, to the males and who are operating today. Uh, women... In the book, we've got Ruth Pollard who talks about covering Syria, um, all sorts of interesting things. And Kate Geraghty, to be absolutely up to date, the photojournalist who was at your launch last night, who had to pay, who from from the Albury Border Mail, uh, who don't have foreign correspondence, as she... <laughs> She paid her own way, did she not, to get to Ukraine? She did. She Well, she paid her own way in the, her first story to get to East Timor and that was how she broke her uh, her career as a foreign correspondent. So impressed were the, the Border Mail that they ran all her pictures the first time, I think, that Aubrey's ever had a, um, a foreign correspondent. But she went on to be... Uh, uh, she's a very impressive journalist, mm. photojournalist, and she now uh, gets joint billing at, on her byline with uh, with any correspondent that she travels with, and it's it's deserved. Well, indeed, and it was very powerful listening to her last night and just the drive, the drive for an intense experience of life. Diane Willman, who made such a huge impact on me, is in your book, the ABC correspondent, well, she turned out to be the ABC correspondent in Beirut during the Beirut Civil War. Now, you must tell us, a dying woman, <laughs> so self-effacing, couldn't quite understand why you were approaching her. Well, that's right. In the end, um, our co-author, Trevor Watson, profiled Di. Um, she she could not believe. She kept asking us, why do you want me to be involved in this book? And I finally said to her, because, Di, when I was a girl, my father used to say to me, shush, Diane Willman is on the radio. Our family would go silent and listen to her coverage of the uh, the civil war in Lebanon in 1975. It was very impressive. It was brilliant work. And she was... She had the baby in her arms baby Tarek that uh, that she had to put under a mattress during the bombardments um, and she was she was one of the, the the people who inspired me to become a journalist so really that's why I was very uh, 
interested in having her involved. Uh, look, Ginny Stein um, is somebody, a correspondent at large now, um, but she was uh, worked for the ABC, SBS and freelancer in the Pacific and elsewhere. I mean, very... And, you know... My gosh, she was gutsy, Ginny Stein. Yes, um, she's she's an amazing woman, and another one who is very self-motivated and gets herself to the story. Um, currently in Vanuatu at the moment, um, but she's worked in the Pacific, in Southeast Asia, in uh, Afghanistan, and she talks also about um, about Africa in our book and the 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 African people who are so uh, put upon as they try and glean a living out of the diamond mines. Mm. So I wondered when I was sort of looking through the various stories whether in a way the women have been outsiders in this very male-dominated area with all, and all the, sort of the huge lionising of, of the blokes, um, often with reason, I might add, they're extraordinary, some of them, whether they also were more alert to the less powerful people they were reporting. I think that's very true. And it's interesting, I, I, I went back to a quote in um, your book about women's leadership, about how women were reluctant to centre themselves in the middle of, of, of a story. And so many of the women said, why me? Why do you want me? And we really had to convince them to to take part. That was not a problem we had during the, with the Beijing Bureau with where more than half of them were male correspondents. The male correspondents never said, why do you want me? They knew why we wanted them. But we wanted the women for exactly the same reason, for their, for their drive, for their insight, um, for their passion. But I think also that has translated into them really being concerned about the ordinary people. I mean, Barbara Miller talks about her real concern for the well-being of the migrants that she saw flooding across borders. She does. I think Barbara does that very well. Look, thank you, Melissa. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Jerry. Melissa Roberts, the co-author of Through Her Eyes, it's published by Hardy Grant. Getting in touch with ABC RN is easy. Join the conversation live using the ABC Listen app's call and text features.